Hi, this is Ned Siegfried from Siegfried & Jensen. As proud sponsors of BeliefCast, we hope you are inspired by Todd's weekly podcasts, which contain so many courageous stories of recovery and personal growth. Remember, it's not what happened in the past that matters, it's what happens in the future. We invite you all to work hard and be optimistic about your future. Enjoy today's podcast. All right, welcome back, everybody. This is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Sylvester Inspires Belief Cast. Thank you again for joining in week after week. I love you guys. Your support's been fantastic. I, I do want to again give a shout out to our sponsors, Siegfried and Jensen, Wasatch Recovery, and Veracity Networks. You guys are amazing. Thank you for all that you do and for your love and support of me. Um, I wouldn't be where I'm at without you guys. And I'd like to thank uh, um, all of my previous guests. They've come on, they've been vulnerable, they've shared amazing stories, and it's allowed this to reach a lot of people who are struggling, a lot of people who are just doing great things in life and, and making a difference. And today's no different. Today we're joined by Abby LeBaron. Abby, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yes, soon to be Holman, Abby Holman, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, she's engaged to Max. A little shout out to Max. Shout out, Max. And... Uh, <laughs> A, a good friend of mine and coworker Tina, who's going to be your mother-in-law, mm-hmm. has you know, you know, basically we've been talking about this off the air. Like she's just like your biggest fan. She's just hyping and, me up. And <laughs> you know, uh, Abby, you've been on um, American Idol. You mm-hmm. you got the golden ticket. Is that what they call it? The yeah, golden, the golden yeah, ticket. The, the Willy Wonka golden ticket. The Willy Wonka <laughs> golden ticket. But I'll be honest with you. The one of the main reasons why I love that you're on this uh, podcast today, the Belief Cast, is the way you carry yourself. And um, what I mean by that is, you're very confident. You're very positive. You're you're not a you're not afraid to just be you. You're you're goofy. You're funny, you know. And I I really just love that authentic piece about you. And I know I hear a lot of this through Tina, but I've also followed you as well since you've been on American Idol, and it's just been really cool to to see how you live your life. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, again, you are one of the most you know, recent alumni from the American Idol experience, which we're going to talk about, which mm-hmm. I can't wait. And uh, and the judges that you had judging you, which I can imagine how that felt at the time. Uh, you're, you are a singer. You're a yes. musical. You, uh, I think there was a time in you know life, probably recently, where you're wondering, who am I really? Do I just love to sing or am I really this singer? And mm-hmm. I'm telling you guys, her voice is beautiful. It really, truly is. It's oh, it's <laughs> beautiful voice. Um, you said something here, and this is back to what I was saying. You said, um, you know, not only did you make the show, but you received three empath- uh, empathic yeses yes. um, from the judges. Mm-hmm. And the judges were Katy Perry. Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan. And Lionel Richie. And Lionel Richie. I mean, yes. talk about the trifecta of these amazing successful singers in in their own right. Mm -hmm. But to get yeses from all of them was amazing. And then, um, which sent you to Hollywood, but then you said, you came to learn um, a hard felt perspective early in life. You can't become what you want unless you embrace what you are. What did you mean by that? Yeah, I think, um, you know, so growing up, my family's super musical and, uh, you know, me and my two younger brothers, we sing and my mom sings and my older brother plays the piano. So it was kind of like the normal that we would, you know, all sing together. And, but more than that, I don't know, you know, Provo, Utah, I feel like a lot of people are super musical (laughs) and like, 
everyone's just kind of good at something like that. Yeah. And so I never thought, you know, I, I had little, I had dreams when I was a little girl of like going on the voice or American Idol or these right, big singing yeah. shows. But then as I grew older and like, you know, just kind of life hits you and you're like, Oh, maybe I should get a more realistic dream. You know, it just seemed, it seemed, seemed more unrealistic the more I got older. And I just, I think I got in my own way. Um, mm where I, I wouldn't allow myself to dream big anymore. And so it just kind of felt like to have this big goal or dream to be on American Idol or to, or to even call myself a singer was like kind of embarrassing and like far-fetched. You know, isn't that interesting? And I think you, you, you bring up a very, um, I think, common thing that people go through. Because as kids, you're thinking, I'm going to be on American Idol. I'm going to be on The Voice. And you believe that as this young girl, right? Mm -hmm. And you're singing, you're doing this as part of your family. But as you get older, what you know, isn't it interesting? We always start to kind of doubt. All yeah. of a sudden, doubt starts to creep in. Why do you think that is? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's a good question. I think, um, you know, one thing I always go back to is like in high school, everyone kind of like is known for something mm -hmm. and uh here's a funny story i actually was known for i was my nickname was narp and it NARP? stands for narp <laughs> it stands for non-athletic regular person <laughs> uh, yeah i've never heard that before yeah well um that was me and, <laughs> and you know it was funny we had some laughs but um you know when i got to college i lived with one of my really good friends and she, um, I told her once I moved out, Hey, I'm no longer NARP. Okay. I'm not right. NARP anymore. And <laughs> you know, I'm going to rise above that. And she told me, you know, all the stuff that she's sure. you know, not going to be anymore. You kind of just have these like labels that you either put on yourself or other pe people put on you that you yeah. are kind of hard to grow out of. Um, especially the ones that you, you believe about yourself. Yeah, so, so NARP, um, <laughs> what does it stand for again? Non-athletic regular person. <laughs> I didn't do any sports. Music was my thing. Right. So, so yeah. you, but you get this quote-unquote label probably mm -hmm. for fun at the time. It was oh, just for sure. It was funny. But yet there's probably a part of you on some level <laughs> mm -hmm. that believed it, which then held you back a little bit. That's kind of what I hear you're saying For a sure, bit. yeah. So, and I think because, you know, um, in high school, there are like funny labels you give each other and it is yeah. fun. Um, I kind of refrained from making like the singing girl, my label or something. Cause that was like right. so precious to me. Yeah. I really love singing. and I didn't want that to ever be like this, this joke, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It just, that, I think that would have about killed me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us, so you have three brothers, is that correct? Mm -hmm. And then where do you fall in the pecking order? So I have one older brother, and okay. he's one who is amazing at piano. And then okay. it's me. I'm the only girl. And then I have two younger brothers. And then You're outnumbered. Yes, I am. But <laughs> we have a lot How of was that growing up with three brothers? You know, I don't think it's it, it was much. I don't know. Obviously, it's it's the only thing I know. But, yeah, right. you know, I, I feel like, you know, me and my brothers, we get along and we relate um, on many levels and we have things that we're interested in, like music, and that's something that we can all relate on. Anime yeah. is another one. Anime, <laughs> right. So how old were you when you started realizing you love singing or mm -hmm. or that this was your, part of your dream again as, you, as a kid? How old were you when this came about? Yeah. Um, like I said, when I was younger, that was totally the dream. I mean you just kind of reach for the stars when you're younger. Yeah, you're like, yeah. I'm going to be an astronaut. I'm going to be whatever yeah. the heck it is. And, um, yeah, as I grew older, that kind of went away. Um, but then, like I said, moving out to college was like, 
oh, wow, no one knows me. No one cares about me, <laughs> which yeah. is, you know, that sounds harsh, but that that's actually, it was a freeing thought actually that no one cares as much as I think they do. And right. like the person that cares the most about what I'm being perceived as or what I think I'm being perceived as is me. Yeah. And so when I, you know, moved out to college, I was like, all right, well, who do I, who do I want to be? And mm-hmm. it's not embarrassing to go for these like big goals because no one, no one cares, you know? And right. I, I'm in this point in life where it is pivotal and like, yeah. why not try now? Yeah. You know, I saw this shirt the other day that says, no one cares, work harder. <laughs> I was like, wow. I love that. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of harsh, but probably true. I know, but right? Sometimes, you know, the thought of no one caring <laughs> is actually really comforting. Yeah. You know, and I think you're right. I think you nailed it when you said, I, we're the ones that care the most mm-hmm. about ourselves and we judge ourselves. And, yeah. And then what we do is then we project that thinking, well, that's what everyone else thinks about me. Exactly. When is, you know, here I, you know, the way I view you and everyone here, I mean, everyone here loves you, Aww. you know, honestly. <laughs> and you probably think, well, you know, no one here at Wasatch cares about me, but we do, <laughs> honestly. And, uh, you know, Thank thanks you. to Tina. And, and again, she's your biggest cheerleader, yeah, which is fantastic. But again, I'm really impressed by the way you carry yourself. So I want to ask you, when you were a young girl, did you did you always kind of have this confidence and this positivity? Because that's, you, you do, you have this big energy about you. Were you that way when you you were younger? Um, I would say I was more so like that when I was younger. You know, I, I really thought I was so cool. (laughs) (laughs) You weren't a NARP. I I wasn't a NARP. I, (laughs) I was super confident and, um, even I, now I do consider myself confident in a lot of aspects, but then I think, you know, what comes with growing up is reality hitting you and then you going, oh man, I don't know if I'm, if I'm all that, or, you know, I don't know if, if if this is good about me or whatever, or I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I'm good Mm -hmm. enough. And, and all those thoughts kind of start to come. Yeah. Well, I think anyone that can get on stage and sing, I mean, you have to have some confidence. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure you get nervous and scared even Uh when you first were starting out even, but, but again, to be able to do that to me, I mean, I I can't even imagine me stepping on stage. One, I don't have a good voice, (laughs) but two, that takes a lot of courage. Yeah, it was it was really hard. It was really nerve wracking. Um, and it was one of those things where I didn't, you know, I couldn't go, okay, well, I'm going to have this, I'm going to go perform in front of these celebrities. So I'm going to perform <laughs> X amount of times to get ready for that. No, there's nothing that you can prepare you for that moment. And I yeah. had never really, you know, I had very little performance experience before going on. So it really was just like a... Other than like at a family party? Or yeah, a, like a fan, you know, in the basement, my dad's like, hey, <laughs> people are over. Abby really wants to sing. I'm like, dad, I didn't say I really wanted to sing, but you know. You're like, but I will. Stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit still more about your childhood. Did, what were some of the struggles maybe that you went through as a, mm-hmm. as a young girl? Just, you know whether it was with self-esteem or some other mm-hmm. issues that you would be comfortable telling us? Yeah, no, I think, um, like I said, when I was younger, confidence wasn't really an issue. I don't know. I was I was pretty, like, self-confident and mm-hmm. self-aware. And then um, just when it came to something that I valued a lot, which was singing, I just, I didn't want to not feel not confident about it. Right. So, that, so I just didn't share it as much as I would have liked to. Okay. And so... Um, yeah, moving out to college, it's actually funny. I was, um, I got into climbing when I was in college Okay. and, but by no means am I really good, (laughs) but I I do like it. But I remember seeing like in the hall, um, this 
you know, friendly acquaintance from high school and yeah. we just were catching up and she was like, oh, aren't you a climber? And I like launched in this full explanation of like, well, I'm not a climber per se. Like I just like, I, I climb. <laughs> and it just like reminded me of how I'm like, ah, why do I say, well, I sing. I'm not a singer per se. Like it, it doesn't matter. And yeah. and what if I wanted to be a singer? That's what's so bad about that. Why can't I just own that part of myself? And yeah. so I think a pivotal moment in, in my life was moving out to college and going, you know what? I'm a singer and that's okay. And yeah. I just, it was like telling myself that it's okay. No one else was saying it wasn't okay. Just me. Yeah. I love that. It's like when you say I'm a singer, you're owning it. Mm-hmm. Right. I've heard this once and it's really powerful to me. If you don't own your story, it owns you. And that's been part of your story. I Mm -hmm. mean, you were, you started singing when you were this young girl, right? Yeah. You know? And so I love that. I I think that's a really important lesson for all of us. It's okay to own who we are or what we love to do or those kind of things. Mm -hmm. And And I I think it's actually a necessary part in progressing because if I, if I hadn't said, you know what, this is who I am then I couldn't have progressed farther. If I'm a singer, okay, now that I know that I'm a singer, what does a singer do? Well, a singer performs. Right. And I never thought about performing before. Right. But now that I'm in my mind, <laughs> I'm, I'm a singer. Well, of course, it's no brainer. I'm going to go perform or, or I'm going to make that a part of myself. Now it's a less scary thing because I have embraced who I w- have wanted to be. Right. So obviously, so you go, you're, you're in college now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, how long ago was it that you were on American Idol? So it was this last season. It's actually still um, going, but I went um, to California the first time in November of 2020. Of 2020. Mm-hmm. So talk about that experience and yeah. talk about what made you decide to go, okay, I'm going to try out for American Idol. Mm-hmm. And then just walk us through that process and just, you know, what you went through. And then right. I'd love you to also talk about when you're standing there in front of those three mm-hmm. celebrity <laughs> judges. And how that was. Yeah. So um, in August last year, um, I got a, a DM, a direct message on Instagram for from one of my old neighbors, um, mm. Renee. And she <laughs> sent me this video explaining how to audition for American Idol. And oh, okay. I never thought about it. I seriously, really? I still hadn't. Yeah, it was not on my horizon, even though I was, you know, trying to embrace who I wanted to be, I mm-hmm. still you know, didn't even cross my mind. And she sent me that instruction video and I, you know, texted her back. I was like, ha ha, Renee, whatever. <laughs> and she goes, she says, it's not a joke, toots. I was like, really? Okay. <laughs> you know, just still kind of brushing off. But yeah. I watched the video. It wasn't that long. And, and it explained that you can, because of COVID, you can try out over okay. Zoom. So I was like, well, if I don't have to wait in a line for eight hours, you know what? Sign me up. Yeah. Why not? Why and not? it was yeah. kind of this thing where this mindset of like, yeah, I, that's not embarrassing. I'm going to go for my dreams. Why not? This is this is the time and I'm going to try it out. So I signed up and I, when the time came, it was just like this Zoom call. I was in my basement, my parents' basement, and I was reading chords off of my phone because I didn't have any. Oh, I wasn't really? prepared, really. I just had <laughs> chords on my phone. I didn't You're know. like, I'm winging this. I, I really didn't think anything would come of it. I just uh-huh. thought this is sure. a cool way to face my fears and actually, you know, yeah. say I did something. Right. And I really thought the end of it was going to be like a cool, you know, two truths and a lie thing. Like, oh, one day I tried out for American Idol. But yeah. <laughs> I ended up getting on, which was super surprising to me. Um, did it really surprise you? It really did it, because I I wasn't I didn't know what to expect. I never yeah. I didn't ask. I didn't research. I just did it. So when you got asked to be on, what I mean, yes, you were sh- surprised, mm-hmm. but 
were you like, man, maybe I can do this? Yeah, I think it, it really started the journey of like, can I do something mm-hmm. like this? And who and who do I want to? You know, who do I want to be? Right. Um, so, yeah, I sang for, for like three producers, I think, over Zoom. And the <laughs> oh, last man. one, you know, they, they do a really good job kind of concealing their emotions while right. while you're singing. So you're like, am I even doing good? They're all like this, just They're like, straight mm-hmm, faced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, let me just <laughs> we'll pass you on to the next one. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know what if I'm what if I'm doing bad? I would never know. So right. until the last one, and she said that I was the best they'd heard all day, and wow. that it was a definite yes. And I had to be like, I was like, a definite yes, as in yes, as in what? <laughs> you yeah, know what, what does that, that mean? Right. And, and so she, you know, she explained that I was going to go sing in front of the celebrity judges, and I I could not believe it. I um <laughs> after that conversation with her, I was i was gonna go run upstairs to go tell my family i turned oh, the corner yeah. and i almost tripped over my dad <laughs> he was laying there oh and he, he had been listening oh he was listening <laughs> yeah because no one else could be in the room but he, oh. you know, he was hiding there oh laying that's on the awesome floor, and i was like what the what are you doing your dad <laughs> but anyway wow. so that's that's the story of you know how i even got accepted to go perform in front of the celebrity judges and so yeah, it's a really odd thing to prepare for because it's not, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah. And um, yeah. like I said, I never had. Well, here's what's interesting like too. It. You said you didn't really prepare for it. You're just like, I'm going for it. Yeah. I got nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. And maybe that was the reason maybe, I mean, you're a great singer, but maybe that you performed better just knowing like you almost didn't put the pressure on yourself by saying, oh, for sure. Oh my gosh, I got to do this for it sure. was versus, hey, I'm going to give this a shot. Well, you know, yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah, it was like no sweat. And then yeah. same thing before <laughs> I went into the uh, celebrity judges, their room to sing for them. Um, I had this, you know, obviously I was a ball of nerves, but then I just had this thought like, well, I mean, I didn't think I was going to make it this far. Mm-hmm. You know, what's what's the big idea? What's the harm? It's just <laughs> I'm just going to go sing for them and probably nothing's going to happen. And so for some reason that was really comforting to me that right. I'm like, oh, I, I will not get a golden ticket. And so it's okay. But I did. <laughs> well, you did. So, but, but what you were saying is that you kind of almost said you, you're not going to get it anyway. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to go have fun almost. Yeah. I mean, I just, I think there's a benefit in maybe like having low expectations <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't know, not selling yourself short, but, but having low expectations or, of like, you know, I'll be okay if I right. don't go farther. Do you struggle or have you struggled with feeling like if you were, I don't know, it's almost like, I mean, you were almost too humble about all this. It <laughs> seems like, did you almost feel like it would, it would be bragging or did you ever feel that way? Like oh, I'm being like prideful if I'm like saying For I'm sure. all that and For this. For sure. That and was the whole reason I didn't even want to really share my singing in high school because okay. I didn't want to look like, and this is, you know, the whole American Idol stories. I didn't yeah. want to look like I was showing off. And so when I went in that room, <laughs> they, they kind of, you know, roasted me like, well, this is the industry kind of requires you to I remember quote, watching unquote, that. show off. You're like, I don't even know what uh, I'm doing. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, well, this is what you're supposed to do. I know. And, I, and so, like I said, <laughs> I went into, into that room with the mindset of like, oh, whatever, you know, whatever happens, happens. But while I was in that room and while they were explaining to me, no, this is what it's about. And like, kind of, do you want this? And my mindset totally shifted and all of a sudden I wanted it so bad. And I was like, Oh my gosh, really? I wish I would have prepared more. I wish oh, I could have, wow. you know, all these things started, you know, going through my mind and, and I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. I think it, it took them being like, well, what are you doing? Right. You know, to, to kind of wake me up from that 
fear of, oh, I don't want to show off or I don't want to look like this. It was like, no, it all became, became about, do you want this? And mm. yes. And I the did. answer was yes. The answer was yes. And so, you know, I, I sing. Is that kind of when you also had the shift of, you know what, I am a singer. Yeah. Versus yeah. I, do I, you know, do I just like singing? Yeah. Or? And even when I was in California, um, s- meeting so many people, a lot of them, I mean, way more established as an artist than I was and mm-hmm. or had tried out for multiple shows or this show a couple times. And um, I kind of got in my head where like, I was like, oh my gosh, again, I'm not good enough. I maybe I'm not qualified for this, whatever qualified means, you know, right. I'm there, I'm a living and breathing and <laughs> right. I sing. So I, that's qualification. <laughs> Sounds enough. like you're I pretty qualified. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that was, that was also kind of like an internal battle while I was there. Yeah. Um, but it really was a great learning experience for me because I was able to go, you know what, I can do this and, um, you know, stop comparing myself to myself or comparing myself to other people. Right. So. Wow. So now, now here you are walking out there to sing in front of the. Mm-hmm. It's Katy Perry, Luke Bryan, and Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. I mean, <laughs> so tell us about what, what was that like walking out there and seeing these three? And they're there to critique you. Yeah. Well, I mean, beforehand, <laughs> all the producers and everyone's trying to tell you like they're just real people. They're just real people, and they're trying to like <laughs> make, you know make you less nervous. Like I walk in and it still doesn't feel real that I'm looking at them. And I'm like, are we sure they're real people? Right. These could be wax figures. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they Is look this... so like, you yeah. know, done up and, <laughs> and I'm like, are we sure they're real? But no, it was, it, I, I said that it felt like a fever dream and that is true because really? even after yeah. watching it air, I was like, oh, I don't remember that happening. I forgot that was just like. Really? It's kind yeah, of a blur yeah. to you. <laughs> well, the, the cool thing or the interesting thing too is that they probably aired maybe five to seven minutes and I was in there for maybe 20 minutes. Oh, really? So, you know, they cut out, you know, a lot of things and yeah. they, they, they gave me a lot of great advice, all of which they, you know, they didn't share all of it, but, right. you know. Wow. So then you, you got yeses from all three. Mm-hmm. How did that feel when you, after, I mean, yeah. again, it was probably surreal in the moment, but. It was surreal in the moment. And I think <laughs> um, it kind of gave me permission in a way, like to go for my dreams. Like, okay, well, it's not just me who's saying that I can, it's, it's them. And it, and it, at the moment I kind of viewed it as now I have permission to go for my dreams. But yeah. later I learned like, I don't need that. I, all I need is permission for myself. And that's yeah. the most important thing. Yeah. Well, but it doesn't hurt. No, but it really <laughs> doesn't hurt. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I've, I've talked to a lot of people over the years who have pursued their dreams, mm-hmm. whether it's music or sports or writing a book or whatever it may be. And it's almost like, again, you're right. We have to give ourselves permissions, but it's nice to get someone who's, in the field of what you're doing, right. say, you know what, you do yeah. have what it takes. Uh-huh. And it's good to hear that. Because yeah. like, oh, hey, you know what, I got something here. Yeah, for you sure. Know? That was, you know, incredible to hear, obviously, that they thought I was good. I mean, I was like blown away. Yeah. Luke Bryan said that I gave him chill bumps. And I was like, what? I gave yeah. Luke Bryan chill bumps. Yeah. What? Yeah. You know, well, I watched that, by the way, and it was awesome. I mean, it really was. In, I'm sure you were probably nervous, but from watching it from my our perspective, 
you looked confident. You looked like, man, this girl, just, oh, this is what good. she does. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure you had a different story going in your head. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think there's a lot of, you know, coping mechanisms to try So to looking back on it, I mean, obviously, so that, then you got the golden ticket. You got to go to Hollywood. You got to do uh-huh. all that stuff. And granted, I'm sure that was a stress because I've watched that before. And that looks just like chaos. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, Especially when you have to group up with people. Okay, go find three people and you guys got to you know, hurry and grab them and yeah. come up with some kind of a song you guys are going to sing. Yeah. Luckily they, um, <laughs> this time they actually assigned you. Oh, a they did. Okay. And when I was, I was so glad about that actually, yeah. because that was so stressful kind of, even when you made friends, it was like, well, are we the best match? And I mm-hmm. don't want to mess your thing up. And you know, I want both of us have the best chance, but, um, yeah, they, they paired us up and it was really chaotic. They, especially with COVID, um, they put you in one room, one really echoey room. So everyone's singing at the same time, oh, different man. songs. And it's like, Just I don't even know what I'm hearing. And then we had to stand six feet apart from our duet partner and we couldn't face them while we sang. So oh, I, my. it was the hardest time to wow. even hear yeah. what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was probably the, one of the most stressful times. Yeah. So obviously you, you do more performances and, and you're moving along. Mm-hmm. But it then it got to the point where you know, you didn't make it on, you mm-hmm. know, you didn't move on to the next. Yeah. Um, how did that feel in that moment? Did you, you know, were you doubting yourself in that moment or were you like, you know what? Hey, this gave me exactly what I needed. Mm-hmm. What was going on? I finally came to a point where I was like, wait a minute. I love performing. It's so nerve wracking. But being on the stage, I was mm-hmm. like, I didn't know I loved yeah. this so much. And so it was just all I can be is grateful for the experience and for how far, you know, I yeah. got. Um because I did learn how much I loved it and what I exactly wanted to do. But, it, you know, it was a bummer for sure when um, I got sent home. I got sent home at the second round of the of Hollywood Week. It was the duet round. And, you know, it's not super big of a surprise. Like I said, I kind of went into the whole thing really not expecting much. And so anything that I got, I was just really grateful for. So they sent me home and they said I needed to go get more experience. Uh, um, it's funny you say that I look really confident. They said stage presence or something. I'm like, okay, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> well, probably, yeah, there's always, I you mean, know. you can improve in every area, for I'm sure. sure but. For sure. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think, I think it just motivated me more yeah. to really discover more who I am. Hmm. That was one thing too. Um, the first round in Hollywood week, is called the genre challenge and you mm. have to pick a genre that you mm-hmm. feel like you are. Yeah. And I just did not know enough about me and about, um, I, I just sing a lot of kinds of music. And so I just figured, well, I mean, I'm kind of all of them. Like, how do I choose one? And, you know, there's a lot of producers, but one of them just said, well, I'll just choose pop then. I mean, there's a lot of overlap, whatever. Yeah. So I just chose pop. But now looking back on that, I'm like, all of the songs I sang were considered <laughs> like indie, indie folk. And I'm really? like, why did I do that? You're like, why, why did I, I choose pop? pop? You know, that, that made no sense. Maybe I could have gotten more airtime, but you know, whatever. You, you, there's always what ifs. Um, right. But that also was kind of huge for me. I'm like, yeah. oh, I should, I can't rely on other people to tell me, yeah. hmm, maybe this is who you should be, or maybe this is who you seem like you are. I need to figure that out before right. I kind of do that. Gotcha. So. Well, I'm sure you learned many lessons through this whole process, mm-hmm. but what what's one of the biggest lessons that you took away from this American Idol experience? Yeah, I think um I don't know, you are you are what you believe. If you believe Ooh. that you're a singer, then you're a singer, and then if you believe you're a singer, it's so much easier to 
um, I guess, act as a singer would, you know, you embrace that. And so now you can, you can be more confident moving forward. Yeah. Um, I think that's a lesson I, I had to learn, um, earlier, a couple years ago, I was in this relationship that wasn't great. And, you know, I, there were mistakes that were Mm -hmm. being made. And, um, during this time, I listened to a podcast, actually, I can't remember what it's called, but it has, um, this guy named Rob Farrell Mm -hmm. and he talks about inner contention and how that, that starts. Um, and it starts with what you talk about with belief systems, with what you believe about yourself. I didn't know that. I thought, you know, I'm in this relationship, whatever I got after getting out of that, I went through the repentance process, all of that. I got away from it and I still was miserable. Mm. And I thought, why do I, why do I still feel miserable? I thought I, I removed myself from the situation. I, you know, am good now. I went through through the repentance process, all the right things. Yeah. But I just felt like a bad person. I would, mm. I would classify classify myself honestly as a bad person. I did not think I was good. Really. And it took a really long time to realize it was because of what I thought about myself. Yeah. Um, and yeah, one of the most important things was was realizing that it was what I believed about myself. Um, this one particular day, I was feeling really down on myself and. I prayed to God that mm-hmm. I could feel good again. And, um, yeah, that day, like three separate times, I got I got a text from three different people in my family, my mom, my dad, and my grandma. And they all specifically said, you know, just out of the blue, I, I wanted to tell you how good you are and that you're, you're really? good. And, you know, that was exactly what I needed to hear. Of course, that was an obvious answer from God, I felt, but I still didn't feel it. And it, I didn't feel it because I didn't believe it. Yeah. And so wow. that was a lesson I had to learn too, where I was like, okay, despite this clear answer from God, I still, I don't believe it. And that's the cool thing about beliefs yeah. is that we choose them. Yeah. So yeah, that wow. was the, the, the lesson I had to learn was that, okay, am I, am I going to keep believing this lie? And you talk about the bully, the mm-hmm. bully in your mind. Yeah. You have to confront the lie. The lie. Yeah. The bully tells you lies. And so I had to. Look at you. You know, wow. I, I did my research. Yeah, she <laughs> did. Yeah. Wow. I'm impressed. No, but yeah, I had to, I had to tell myself, you know what? That's a lie. And this is what I'm going to choose to believe about myself. Mm-hmm. And of course <clears> that's it's a, it's a struggle every day. It's not, you know, one and done. It's not Mm -hmm. super easy, but that principle alone changed my life. And and every day after that, you know, you just, you choose what you believe about yourself. And I think that it can apply in so many different situations, even being an American Idol, thinking about myself, Oh, I'm not as good as this person or I'm, I'm not as prepared. Well, I'm, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to choose to believe that I'm, I'm not good enough or I'm not going to believe that I'm not worthy enough to be here right? because that, that only will hinder me. And that's what I taught. That's what I mean by I get in my own way. Yeah. If you believe something negative about yourself, you are in this cycle of contention. Right. Wow. Very well said, by the way. And I think everyone listening to this right now can go, yep. I think everyone on some level struggles with exactly what you just said. And man, you gave me chills when you said we are what we believe. I'm like, she's speaking my language right now. (laughs) I love that. But it's so true. And what's funny is if I was to ask you, 
can you prove to me you're not a good person? Like, could you prove it to me? And you'd, you, you'd say no. And it's just <laughs> funny. You, you nailed it right on the head. It's a lie that we're telling ourselves mm-hmm. yeah. that keeps us stuck and yeah. causes that contention you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I love um, the way that it was explained when I heard it from Rob Farrell. Yeah. Was that it is this cycle where, okay, if I think I'm a bad person and then I'm confronted with, you know, a right or wrong choice, it's going to be so much easier for me for me to make this wrong choice because, well, I'm already a bad person. I mean, what's yeah. this? Is that really going to hurt more? And then after the wrong choice, that just confirmed to me that I'm a bad person. And then I say, okay, I'm never, never going to do that again until I feel bad again. And then, and then it's just a cycle. Wow. And so, yeah, I, you know, it was a really amazing lesson for me to learn that it wasn't, you know, maybe the, the behavior and the mistake or whatever it was that was making me feel miserable. It was what I believed about myself. Wow. Very well said. Like, man, I, how old are you again? <laughs> I'm 20. She's 20, folks. Seriously, like, honestly, that's, again, that's why I'm so impressed with you. Again, the way you carry yourself. Again, you're not perfect, and I'm not saying you are. <laughs> but, again, you carry yourself in such a way. And I appreciate you sharing that, you know, story. That was, I appreciate you being vulnerable around that. Because I think, again, every listener listening to this right now will go, you know what? I totally relate with what she's saying, and especially the younger so. kids who are listening to this as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, what would you tell someone right now who's thinking the same thing that you've struggled mm-hmm. with? They're right now thinking, I'm a bad person. Yeah. I think that it's hard because it does take a lot of, I don't know, maybe self-reflection or... or um, I would say just find the wrong beliefs in your life. Mm-hmm. Find where yeah. the lies that the bully is telling you and really analyze them and decipher if they're true or not. And then, you know, they're they're not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're you'll not. find out they're really they're, not. They're really yeah. not, especially if it's telling you that you're a bad person. You know, no one, you can change and you yeah. you have that power. I think that that's actually a beautiful thing that we 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 choose our beliefs because the only thing that we have power over is ourselves. And yeah. so, you know, if you can, if you can decipher what, what in your life or what belief is making you, um, miserable, yeah. it's up to you and yeah. you have the, the powers in your hands. You can change that. Yeah. Wow. Beautiful. So why, so why is your faith and and so important to you and how has that played a part in all of this for you? I think going through that uh, difficult time, the only thing I could do was rely on the Lord. And and um, even when I would get, uh, you know, promptings or answers to prayers that were, you know, really specific, it was about believing them and, and believing what God feels about me. And mm-hmm. I think knowing that what he thinks about me is the most important that can make me, I don't know, it can help me just do so many hard things or just go on yeah. with life, you know? Yeah. Has prayer played a big part in what you do? Like, I mean, I would imagine, cause again, you talked about you were struggling. You, you reached out mm-hmm. and prayed to, to God and said, mm-hmm. please help me realize I'm a good person. And then you get those three texts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would imagine even through the American Idol experience, but just throughout your whole life has prayer played a big part in, in moving forward and, and helping you make it through difficult times? 
For sure. I think prayer is the way that you gain a relationship with, with God. And mm-hmm. um, I don't mean to plug a song that I wrote, but I did write a song <laughs> called uh, Before I Knew You. And mm. it's about, bef- you know, before I really wow. knew the Lord. And um, I really attribute getting a relationship with him through prayer mm-hmm. and making your prayers like conversations because, yeah. you know, he's your greatest advocate. He's your friend. And so they should, they, they don't have to be super formal. They, they can be um, just pouring your heart out kind of a thing. So, you know, I wrote this song where it's kind of about, you know, before, before I knew God, I knew everything about him. I knew his stories and mm-hmm. I, you know, I grow up, I grew up hearing all of, all of his stories and reading the scriptures and everything like that. Um, but the moment that I really feel like I knew him was when I was at a point in my life that I had to be really humbled and I had to rely on him so heavily. And that was when, you know, the times that I I prayed the longest or the most or the, the most raw prayers, I guess you could say that aren't, you know, just the, the general, yeah, the the repetitional yeah. game. It's more it, heartfelt. Yeah, it was like you know pleading for help, and I yeah. think when you have a relationship with God, just so much more is possible. Mm. Yeah, I think that, and that and that's key too. I think is it's one thing to say, "Hey, I I believe in God or a higher power," and mm-hmm. again, this is for our listeners, and whether you know, matter what you believe, but I think we have to do our part. You know, there's a there's a term that I hear a lot in in recovery mm-hmm. is faith without works is dead, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So so the opposite must be true. Faith with works must be alive. Yeah. Right. I like that. Yeah, and so I would imagine as you're praying, that's you exercising your faith. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it becomes alive. Exactly. Right. Yeah, and and going back to you know what we said before, well, if faith without works is dead then God can tell you all kinds of things that he thinks about you and he mm-hmm. loves about you. But if you don't believe it, then it, it's worth nothing. Well, it's kind of like when you got those texts from your family mm-hmm. members, you still were like, ah, yeah. you still struggled, even yeah. though you got confirmation. Yeah. It was like, it. Mm-hmm. W- w- what mattered most is what do you believe? Yeah, those texts didn't change what I believed. I had to change what I believed. Yeah, probably helped though. Yeah, right? you know, did, like you, sure. it's great to hear the the feedback mm-hmm. and someone really cheering you on, saying, mm-hmm. "Hey, we believe in you, we love you, you're a great person," that kind of thing. Yeah. But you're, so, and I, I, this is critical for anyone listening to this. Is if, again, those are all good, and we should reach out to our higher power, God, whatever you believe. But I think you hit it on the head, Abby, that we have to believe it ourselves. Mm-hmm. We have to get there. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're there now? Yeah, I think. Um, Obviously, uh, I'm not perfect. And there there are thoughts that will come into my head that, you know, are like, oh, are you sure you're good mm-hmm. enough or worthy or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever those things are. Um, but I think those will never go away. I think that's just kind of how life is. And I think yeah. learning how to or what to do with those thoughts and like kind of what you what you say is realize that they're lies. And then, mm-hmm. you know, if you have a process for when those thoughts come in, like, okay, well, I'm going to examine them. Okay, it's a lie. Well, I'm not going to entertain it anymore. Yeah. I don't believe that. And this is what I believe. Mm, so I, I think I'm definitely at a better, I'm, I'm for sure at a better spot yeah. after having to learn that because I, mm-hmm. I I didn't understand that quite fully. But it is an everyday process. Yeah, that's beautiful. I'm going to ask you a really tough question. 
It shouldn't be tough, but it <laughs> will be. So what do you love most about you? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I know most people are like, excuse me? What? Um, and, yeah, I know, really... and I know you don't typically think, we don't uh-huh. usually think in those kind of terms. But again, I, I just, I think it's important. I think it's a good question because it really is, it's soul searching a little bit. But yeah. uh, so I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but what do you love most about you? Huh. Let me think about that for a second. I, well, I tend to, maybe this is a weakness and a strength. I don't know. I tend to analyze things a lot, like okay. even analyze the way I think. Am mm. I thinking about that right? Or, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes that can get me into trouble. You know, overthinking is definitely a thing. Yeah. But I, I do think, you know, I like that about myself because yeah. I, that it's the pursuit of truth. And I think yeah. pursuing truth is important. I call that awareness. Yeah, that's a good word for it. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being aware. No. Yeah, can we over... I mean, we can always overdo mm-hmm. everything. Right. And we can't overthink at times or whatever. Again, like you said, you're not perfect <laughs> as much as we think she is. You know, <laughs> Abby's not perfect. But uh, <laughs> no, that that again, you know, I just think, you know, as I'm hearing you talk and just again, the way you carry yourself, I was just curious on what you would say because it, again, it does, it does seem like you really do love yourself. Well, thank you. <laughs> that is a compliment. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You know, just a good energy. Obviously, we know why Max is in love with you and, oh and their gosh. whole family and all that stuff, right? Oh. <laughs> you know, um, so what what has been the best part of your day today? <clears throat> today? Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know, to be honest, listening to music. <laughs> it was an hour drive up here, and I love to take the time to listen to either music or a podcast and kind of... Like I said, I le- I love to think, and it, yeah. sometimes I overthink, and so sometimes it's nice to just get yeah. in the car and turn something on and, and not think for a second. <laughs> yeah, wow. So do you? What are you doing now? Let's let's talk about that for a minute. Like, so you go through this American Idol experience, mm-hmm. you know. And obviously, you're going through your own personal challenges. You're working through all that, which is great. Yeah. You're in school. You're getting married, and yeah. it's August, right? Uh-huh. So congratulations Thank on that. You so much. She's got a beautiful ring on, oh. by the way, folks. <laughs> Thank it's you. Gorgeous. <laughs> And I'm, you know, again, I love Max. He's such a great guy and his family's amazing. But, uh, what, what are your plans? I mean, you're, you're now saying, no, I'm a singer and Uh I love performing. Yeah. You know, what, what are your future plans? What do you want to do? And I know you've released some, some songs and we want to talk about how to get there and we'll get there in Mm -hmm. a minute, but Mm -hmm. what do you, what's the plans? Well, so far, you know, the things I've been sharing, like songs you said, Mm -hmm. are just on my social media, but I'm working on releasing an album. And so that's in the works. Cool. Um, Congratulations. That's cool. So that's, that's a plan right now. And yeah, um, yeah, being on American Idol definitely gave me a boost to go Mm -hmm. figure out who I am and and what's my, you know, persona and and what do I want to share about me and stuff mm-hmm. like that so that's all in the works too and hopefully nice. a, a music video soon and something right like that on. i don't i wish i had a specific time but yeah you, know, you have to follow me on social media to see yeah. <laughs> you have to follow her guys <laughs> <laughs> shameless plug. so that so right now you all your music is just on your social media yeah just like you know covers i'll do on okay posts on social media but uh but I'm eventually you're gonna have an album uh-huh. that we can get on itunes yes. and other uh, other platforms Spotify, apple music stuff like that all that mm-hmm. fun stuff yeah very cool no that's awesome and i uh, again i'm glad that you got to that point where you're like no i am a singer because again i've heard your voice if you haven't heard her voice we're, we're gonna <laughs> we're, i want you to go follow her so you can go listen to the you know some of these songs she's talking about are fantastic so how many 
I guess songs is that what you call mm-hmm. them? Have yeah. you have you uh, performed and that's on your social media that we can listen to? Oh man, um, <laughs> there's a bunch. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, I I started my account like pretty. It's fairly new. Um, I that was okay. one thing I was a little afraid to start because I again I didn't want to look look like oh. I think I'm all that. I'm going to start a singing page and all, I know all of you want to follow it, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, that was something I had to get over myself and I was like, right. whatever, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> so I don't know, maybe there are like 10, <laughs> 10, okay. you know, yeah. just, I post here and there just covers. Yeah. So awesome. But on the album, there will be, I think eight songs and one will be an original song by me. And then the other seven will be covers. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if I can ask this, but I'm going to anyways, do you know this, the title of your album or is that something you don't know yet or do you know and don't want to share? I actually don't know yet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just curious. Yeah. It's not going to be titled Max or something like that. No, <laughs> no definitely. This definitely is all dedicated not. to Max. No, maybe later. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's no, that's exciting. I'm glad that you're doing that. And again, I think you have that talent for a reason is to share it. Thank you. Right? Yeah. I mean, don't you, would you agree with that? Like if we have these talents, sh- shouldn't they be shared or? Yeah. And that's, that's kind of the thing I had to learn too was like, okay, I can't, is, when does it get to the point where I'm hiding it under the, a bushel, so to speak, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would like to share that. And if there's any way I could uplift people or inspire people, that's, that's the goal. Lift people, inspire people. So that's that leads into my next question. If there's someone listening to you right now mm-hmm. who's in a dark place, mm-hmm. who maybe is really believing they're no good and they're just struggling, what advice could you give them right now? I know you've given some really good yeah. advice already, but what would you tell that one person right now who's listening? Yeah, I think finding the wrong beliefs in your life and really going after them and, and challenging them and... Um, choosing not to believe them that's that's kind of an overarching theme that's what i would challenge um anyone who's struggling to do but that's easier said than done i would say maybe something you know that obviously boosted me and helped me was having family members tell me what they thought of me yeah right and it gave me something to go oh really Mm -hmm. okay do i believe that so maybe you know asking a loved one a friend or a family member what do you love about me or what do you think about me that's good and what are the good yeah. things about me and then and really you know internalize that and and take their word for it believe it yeah <laughs> believe <right>. them. <laughs> <laughs> great advice i think that's that's kind of a scary thing to do sometimes yeah. too right hey what do you can you say something good about me like yeah. something you like about me mm-hmm. but I, I i love that challenge i think that would be something really good because again i think when we communicate especially when we're struggling mm-hmm. it helps us kind of even just talking about it makes us feel a little better right yeah. I would say I wish I could go back and tell my younger self a couple years ago when I was, you know, in that relationship that wasn't great and I was mm-hmm. miserable and yeah. things like that. I, you know, one of the things that comes with that is pushing people away. And that's something that really could have helped me. If, yeah. You know, but that was, that was me. That was my doing. Anyone who's in this, in a dark place or struggling, you know, maybe don't don't pe- don't push people away and, and invite yeah. them closer and, and ask for help because that's yeah. how you're gonna it, it's gonna be way easier to get out of it right love it very cool well if people want to reach out to you and they want to follow you on social media and all that what's the best place to do that and what's um, your handle i guess yeah. is what you say 
Instagram, Instagram and Facebook. I'm more active on Instagram. I'm okay. trying to figure out Facebook, but I do have an account there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's Abby Leb Music, A-B-B-Y-L-E-B Music. Okay. Oh. Abby Leb Music on Instagram, yep, right? Check it out. <laughs> yeah, check it out for sure, folks. Well, uh, I, I'm so grateful for you and for your willingness to come up here. You drove up. I didn't realize you were an hour away, so thank you. <laughs> You're good. I, I like to drive and listen to music. Okay, so good. good. <laughs> so that worked out good. Yes. No, I, I, but that means a lot. And um, I'm just grateful that you took the time. But more importantly, I'm grateful for the light that shines from you and, and that you are sharing your talents because I think you honestly are going to help a lot of people with your music. Because again, you know, your music's all based around good things. It, it's good concepts. It's about your faith. It's about ma- lifting people and inspiring mm-hmm. people. And I think we need more of that in the world. Thank you so much. You know, so thank you for taking some time. Of course. Thanks for having me. You bet. Well, there you go, guys. There's uh, Abby LeBaron, soon to be Abby Holman. Uh, she's getting married in August. And uh, Can you believe she's 20 years old? I mean, seriously, again, the way you carry yourself just blows my mind. So please reach out to her. Check her out on Instagram. And I guess eventually Facebook will be going. <laughs> yeah. But um, we're looking forward to your album and then hopefully a music video and just seeing more success around there. Hopefully this platform today, on being on this belief cast, we can help yeah even further that along and get you some more followers and more people, (laughs) you know, checking out what you're doing. But uh, thank you so much for just everything that you do. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You bet. Okay, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I love you guys. Thanks again to my sponsors. Uh, This is such an amazing, I'm just spoiled because I get to sit here face to face with these amazing people. Um, But I'm grateful you guys get to listen. Please share this with uh, anyone that you know, especially if you have a, a younger daughter or a younger son or a niece or a nephew or a cousin who is maybe a little hesitant of pursuing their dreams, that this this will inspire them to, to like go for it. And here we are and you, you're going for it and that's a beautiful thing and yeah. So anyway, I love you guys and until next time, take care.